Hello, my name is Reverend Seth Nelson, and I am the pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Ronan, Montana. Join in weekly to hear the good news of God's love proclaimed over your life. You can follow us on Podbean and iTunes. God bless you this day. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There will be no gloom for those who were in anguish. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. Isaiah 9, 1 and 2. Isaiah prophesied this over the peoples of Israel, who had suffered severely under their conquering, oppressing, exiling, and dispersing at the hands of the Assyrian Empire. Uh, Marks in the year 722 BC when they destroyed Samaria. They had been beaten by an unflinching force, trod underfoot by their far more powerful neighbors and cast to the wind. It seemed that this people chosen by God to be a blessing for the nations were then relegated to be cursed by their mortal foes. I have no doubt that the Israelites experienced their conquering by the Assyrians as anything but darkness. For one thing, the the Assyrians were notoriously brutal. Some empires expand by offering their weaker neighbors carrots as well as sticks, but the Assyrians were known mostly for beating down those that they sought to control and and destroying them utterly and severely. A phrase that was kind of a a mantra for the Assyrian kings in describing those enemies that they had beaten was, quote, I destroyed, devastated, and burned with fire. Such was the fate of those that sought to defend themselves against the Assyrian war machine. More than that, they would make sure that those they conquered stayed conquered by scattering them to the various corners of their empire so that they would be forever divided and struggled to resist them in the future. For the people that suffered the wrath of Assyria, their experiences can still today be seen and described as darkness, deep darkness, Darkness that light, joy, and hope could not penetrate. Nevertheless, it is precisely to these conquered and brutally defeated people whose gloom Isaiah prophesied would be no more, and that their darkness would be pierced by great light. It is precisely for experiences of defeat and despair that the Lord provides hope to the hopeless. Light, those who know only darkness. The Israelites had no hope for the future as a people. They had been decimated and had been forced to spread out across the Middle East. They were a people who had been crushed and are now described as the lost tribes of Israel for how they were denied any hope of ever coming together again and surviving as a unified tribe of God's chosen people. Darkness had fallen indeed, but a hope that only the Lord could provide 
was promised for the future. A great hope that comes not from the way of empires, but from the way of the Lord. <clears throat> I expect and certainly hope that none of us has suffered a malevolent force amassed against us like the tribes of Israel facing off against the hordes of Assyrians. Anybody had like Canadians invade their land or something? I kid. No offense, Canada. <laughs> Thankfully, things have changed a bit over the past 2,700 years. The dangers of vicious empires with siege weapons have shifted significantly. And, as we are sadly seeing play out on the world stage, even when one despotic nation thinks it can just march over another in its pursuit of power and control, it is not so easy to besiege others in the modern world. May God forever stay the hands of future empires that long to conquer and oppress, like the Assyrians did long ago. Now, while the experience of facing off against ancient empires may seem distant and removed from our lived realities, I expect that experiences of darkness, despair, and tragedy persist to the present day for all of us in one way or another. Whether it be from lingering prospects of financial ruin that can just seem around the corner for any of us, to pandemic realities that we are still reeling from in various ways, to deaths of friends and family along this journey of life. Darkness and despair can creep in on us from many angles. I suspect that we can all easily recall times in our lives that we would describe as being covered in darkness and seemingly void of light. The world has changed significantly over the past few millennia, but sadly, sometimes our experiences of the world are stubbornly familiar. We can be greatly encouraged, though, because just as our ancient forebearers in the faith experienced deep darkness, so they were promised light that would shine on that darkness, a great flashlight, if you will. We are reminded through our scriptures again this week that the way of God is not the way of darkness and despair. While tragedy, grief, harm, trauma, and hardships of all kinds continue to be part of our lived realities, so is the hope that we are promised beyond these low points. The way of Christ is the way of light, the way of redemption a way of resurrection. While the light does not need the darkness, our experiences of despair, grief, and tragedy surely call for the light that is absent. Thankfully, that light has shone time and time again throughout the centuries. Often, experiences of light and dark accompany one another in a perpetual dance of paradox. This paradox can be observed in lighthearted ways. Say, like our families uh, experienced skiing yesterday up at Blacktail. I will forever be grateful that I get a first-hand view of my children learning to ski the mountains of Montana. 
It is a joyous gift to be present as they have learned to make their first turn, control their speed down steeper and steeper runs, and even learn how to stop when they need to. <laughs> An experience of light shining bright through our time in Montana indeed. As the day got going though, we sadly had some spills in the family. They resulted in pain being felt and tears being shed. I hope my kids can get over seeing their dad ugly crying on the hillside. <laughs> As the joy of our family and time together being turned to pain and tears, darkness ensued. <clears throat> Thankfully though, that is not the end of the story. After we had taken a moment to warm up and Otto and Freya could see their father dry his tear-stained eyes. We got back at it. On our long run down the mountain, our daughter Freya stretched out her arms, tilted her head back, and soaked up the sun. <laughs> that rare sunny sky in our western Montana winters. The light and joy of that moment was shining through her little arms and bright smile in unmistakable ways. And thank you, Freya, for letting me share that story. The paradox of darkness and light was seen in our community in other ways this week as well. On Monday, I received a text letting me know that there was a fire at Kevin and Debbie Detweiler's house. Oh no! Darkness, despair, shock. I was able to get a hold of uh, Debbie on the phone and she confirmed that sadly their house of many years was a total loss. Yet, in the first few minutes of describing this overwhelming tragedy for them, she expressed gratitude that this happened in January and not in July, so that the forest did not burn and her neighbors were safe from the flames. Through the shock of losing almost everything in the matter of a few hours, she was still showing love to her neighbors and friends in the best way that she could. The light shines in the darkness. As I traveled up to be with them in this difficult and dark time, I saw that pretty much everything had been reduced to ashes. In just, just a few hours, darkness had descended upon the lives that they had built, the memories that they had established in their home, and the dog that they had lost to the flames. Yet, as they found themselves homeless in less than a day, they were offered more places to stay than they could possibly use, while the, even while the flames still smoldered. While the fire left them without a home during the cold of winter, their family and friends made sure that they had more roofs to cover them than they needed. A great light shines in the darkness. Since then, my phone, and I suspect many others' phones too, have been abuzz with offers to help in any way needed. The light of the community of Christ shining on those who have walked in darkness. On them, a great light shines. 
Friends in faith, when darkness, gloom, anguish, and tragedy befall us, the light of Christ shines too. Now this does not mean that the darkness, pain, grief, trauma, things like that, that those moments are not real or should be glossed over anyway. In, over in any way. Suffering and tragedy on our mortal journeys through life are very real. And the pain of those experiences should be honored. Yet, the light of God shines too. Darkness is not the end of what we see in this world. And as long as God is writing our stories, it never will be. May we all be renewed by the light that shines beyond the darkness of our lives. Whether it be in the simple joy of a child gazing at the sky on the slopes. Or the profound witness of family, friends, and neighbors who take care of those who have great cause for despair. May the light always win. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. I hope that you have enjoyed this week's sermon podcast. If you would like to hear more, read my blog, or get a copy of my book called The Church Unknown, go to www.revsethnelson.com. If you feel called to support our ministry, I invite you to go to our church's website at flcronan.org and click on the Offerings tab. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.